the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Don't talk bad. Welcome to Yak Radio, the radio show that's about, well, who knows? It's a different topic every week, but Yak Radio is always full of information to help you and your family get through life. Now here's your Yak Radio host, Dave Stahl. Don't talk bad. All right, folks, welcome back. This is Yak Radio with good old Dave Stahl. We do have a guest. She's downstairs. We're going to go get her in a moment. And you'll love this show. I've had her on before, and she's a real pistol. But to start off with, this show is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. Heart, having a hard time finding employees for your grocery store, liquor store, just any kind of a convenience store? Well, Southwest Point of Sales can hook you up with a, a self-checkout, just like the big guys do. It's not expensive, so give them a call at 619-286-2100. You know, I was thinking they could probably do the online store, too. Yeah, they can. Uh-huh. Just yeah. talk to these Set up guys. Set an online store Southwest for sales. Point of sale. They'll hook you up. Yep. Also, we want to thank San Diego Propane. If you've got propane needs, uh, Dave and his family out in East County, sd-propane.com. They'll cut the, I mean, he'll give you the best deal and the best service you could ever ask for. I use them. He has saved me a ton of money, just like he will you. Go to 619-460-1705. And if you're looking for good automotive repair, you can always uh, win with Napa and AAA. And West Escondido Auto and Trans has four locations just with that under their belt. So give them a call. Uh, just uh, We're going to have uh, Audrey and Nicole and Ed just hang here just for a tad until we get Viviana up here. Uh we do the off-road show, of course, as you're very well know. Right, far as I know, we're the only off-road show in Southern California. I mean, you know it's anywhere we up. know of. You know what's coming up? What's coming you up? know what I'm really excited for? What are you really excited you for? You know what? Luke McMillan just got his brand new Mason Motorsports all-wheel drive trophy truck. And two weeks from now is the Baja 500. So hopefully he can get out there and go test it out. I want to go to the McMillan facility out in East County and you know check it out. I have friends of friends that well, know the McMillan's. Be I've been trying. Him. Should to be sponsoring this I'm, show. I'm trying. I'm going to get my – don't you worry. I'm going to get my foot in the door. I'm going to be focusing more on seeking out sponsorships. Put your head in the door. It's easy. Re- uh, Motorsports. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> well, there's other parts foot. that usually get the attention. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> well, you got to get them to Something. blink. Yes. You know, I, that's an what advertisement I mean. of some kind. Yes, exactly. And and, um, and you know, not all joking aside, folks, I mean, when when you when you hook up with a with a radio show that's podcasted and it goes all around the world and you believe in the off road community, it's super expe- uh, inexpe- super expensive super inexpensive to advertise. So yeah. feel free. If you think about what it is that you're actually Give me your getting website. from us, www.sdorc.org, San Diego Off-Road Coalition. All right. All right, pack your bags. You're out of here. Sounds good. Hopefully you have a great show with Vivian. Oh, yeah, she, she's a blast. Have a Come wonderful on afternoon. in, sunshine. Thank you. Thanks, Dave. All right, you take care. Don't uh, hurt yourself, and don't forget to take your nice headphones, Audrey. Hey, Audrey. Hi, nice to meet you. Casey. Uh, 
let's see. Which one is it? Cable, cable, cable. Have a seat. We're on air. We're live. You sit in the middle. Ed, you take care. And we will talk to you down the road. Well, how are we doing? Oh, it's been a while. How are I you? Know. Pull yourself up to the old microphone there and tell the folks who you are. Well, I am Casey Viani. I am a local dance and vocal teacher, a uh, performing arts owner, company owner, and also new uh, indie filmmaker. Really? It's <laughs> quite a big, gigantic title, isn't it? Wow. So are you still, not, are you still working with Steel Canyon? I am not there there anymore. Uh, are they still there? They're still there. Last time I checked, they're still there, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad to see you ventured out. Uh, and folks, just so you'll know, this show is going to be a little different than, you know, most of the shows that I do. I mean, this is talking about, you know, an area that doesn't get a lot of coverage. Uh, you did yeah. get KUSI though, didn't you? I did. I was on KUSI. I want to say a month. How'd that or work so? out? Did you get a good great. response? It went great. They put me on at 10:40 a.m. on a Saturday, Perfect. April 17th. So yeah, it's been over a month or so. Yeah. 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 So what are you so what are we going to chat about? What is it that you're trying to do for the kids out there? Well, okay, so what I'm working on, well, have worked on for about the past 8 months now is a film I put together. It's called Surviving COVID-19 and it speaks to our kiddos um, and also our performing arts community that was directly affected by the COVID mm-hmm. shutdown. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of these people, even though they're speaking to stage be- stages being opened up come September, they're still opening up at a, like a 30% capacity. And so there's still a lot of lives that have been traumatized. Mm-hmm. A lot of, uh, because of the trauma, these kids or people, I mean, adults, have had to encounter now mental health issues they've never had to encounter before. And so how to handle that is a brand new ter- territory for them. So that's what this film really does speak to is our being shoved into a mental health issue uh, without even... Without your permission. Correct. <laughs> I mean, re- Correct. I have to tell you a cute story. It's not a cute story at all. It was a very sad story. I was interviewing a bunch of Ferrari owners out at the Automotive Museum for my cruising uh, YouTube page. And I this little girl, seven years old, absolutely adorable. And her little sister had the most beautiful Italian names because dad was Italian. And, he, of course, he had a Ferrari, you know. So, <laughs> so I'm talking to him. And then I went to talk to her. And I said, how do you like your dad's Ferrari? She says, oh, I love my daddy's Ferrari. I said, well, that is so cool. I says, well, maybe one of these days after you get out of school, you'll be able to drive it. I'm never going back to school. I hate school. I will. I mean, she lit up. And this is a seven-year-old girl. You could tell she's so traumatized by what they, the, the, what everybody has done to the children Correct. when they're not high risk they they're not yeah, spreaders I know, I know and they're the ones that are being directly affected totally. these are the kids that are like having ptsd at such they've like, lost they, a year a year, a year yes. of their lives of their education and this is a demonstration of ptsd now coming out yep I, and i kind of looked at her dad and her dad kind of gave me that i don't know what i don't know what to do i mean he doesn't seriously know what to do with her mm. And because, you know, eventually she's going to have to go back to school uh-huh. or they're going to have to pull the trigger mm-hmm. and start teaching her at home or, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, I, and that, that hit me right between the eyes. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. such a realization mm-hmm. because of this COVID mm-hmm. and misinformation. Yes. Yep. It's a, yes. A lot of people have lost their lives. I get it. Mm-hmm. 
I get it, but there's no clear you know message. Mm-hmm. No, not everybody's on the same page, and the kids are the sure. ones that uh, that are suffering for it. They're the ones that are suffering for directly, it directly, directly. So how they're do people how do people find the movie? Well, okay, so they can't find it yet. Oh, we're getting close, though, huh? <laughs> we're getting close. Well, it's sitting in the film festivals across the world right now. Oh, and, really? Um, it's all over the place. It's in Russia. It's in Africa. It's in France. It's in wow. it? It's in Italy, Canada, um, and all over the United States. I want to say a few cities in the United so you States. Have a, so you have a chance of maybe getting a, a couple awards? Uh, we'll see. And well, that's see, not what I mean, this is that's my not friend. Wh- this is not what I got into it for. Yeah. Right, exactly. I didn't yeah, get I into know. it for awards or anything like that. And I'm a, this is my first film. I've never made film. Did you star I, in it? No, of course not. Of course not. No, I gladly took the seat on the other side of the lens. It was refreshing. Yeah, well, you were the you were, and plus you were in better control of it on the other side. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And my student, my my performers, my actors are actually current students. No kidding. And how so, long is how long is the, the film? It's eight and a half minutes. It's a short film. Oh, okay. It's a short film, and yeah. so you could say um, it's a proof of concept, which is that's wordage they use in the film industry that it has the possibility to grow into a feature. And so I've already written all that all that out yeah, to see if yeah. it will grow into like an hour and a half feature. But right now it's a short film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so let's do this. Let's take a quick break and then come back and kind of give us the actual, you know, meat and potatoes of this film. So people, once it does become available, they'll be anxious to see it. Absolutely. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Yak Radio right here on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. Folks, hey, welcome back to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl and Casey. She's sitting there chatting. Just she's a movie producer now, folks. We have to talk to her a little bit differently. Hardly, hardly. hardly. The second brought to you by like who? Bumper Doc Santee scratches, digs, and dents. Nobody does it better. Bumper Doc is over there at eighty-seven eleven Magnolia Avenue. If you got, you need some window tinting, or maybe you got some scratches, and you don't want to have to paint the car. They're the experts. And San Diego Gear and Axle, for all your undercarriage needs, Steve is the man. Go to sdgearaxle.com. So I've known Casey, you know, for a short time. I met her through the school district when she was a teacher. and But now she has branched out, and she is really, I think, I think you found your, your calling, don't you feel? I know you're still into dance and, yeah. and music, yeah. but I think this film thing, did it not kind of stir some juices that you may not it's have known you had very much very much yeah, yeah. it's it's been a wonderful because you wrote outlet. it you yeah. wrote it yeah. you staffed it yeah. and you produced it yeah you directed it yeah you fed them yeah <laughs> the only thing you didn't do is you didn't act in it yeah no i was happily on the other side of the lens i love it so what's what is i, I know it's a short film it's only eight minutes but so if 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 a, if a parent and i guess it's really directed towards the parents right Parents and our students. Okay, so mm-hmm. if, if a parent came to you and said, all right, Casey, why? Why should I watch this film? Why should they? What's in it that's going to really make them sit back and say, ooh? <sighs> a message of hope. Yeah. A message we, of we hope. haven't been doing that for a, a year. No, we haven't. We haven't. We've, we've, lun- we've lived under the guise of fear and mental health issues and uh, suicide problems and de- depression problems. This is our reality now. And so I wanted, I wanted to create something special that spoke to the voice of 
our kids and our community, our performing arts community and everybody. This affected everybody. How, the the mental anguish and and emotional trauma that we experienced, I wanted them to know that I heard them, mm-hmm. that they're still being heard, and that I'm giving them, I'm working really hard to give it an international platform so they don't feel like this last year, although they lost a, a year of their livelihoods and mm-hmm. lost businesses and mm-hmm. and found themselves in a new mental well-being where they don't even know how to navigate and pull themselves out of it, that at the end of it, there's always a silver lining. There's always a silver lining. It's just so hard to find sometimes, and that's what this film speaks to. Right. Yeah. And that is so, so important because despair yeah. is a terrible, terrible feeling when you have nobody to turn to. Correct. And, and, I, and we're not saying that this this your video or your program is going to fix everything. No. But it's going to give you some hope, and I guess that's really the easiest way to explain it. Yes. Because yeah. it, you'll look at it, and I haven't even seen it, but I'm sure it, it's going to be a type of a film that where you're going to say, I know exactly what they mean. In other words, mm-hmm. the people that are going through this don't know that other people are going through the same thing. Correct. And you're going to at least say, look, it's going to be okay. Because nobody else is saying that. Have you noticed it's that? It's not. It's not, which is why this is. that's where the inspiration came from. I saw all this hurt and pain around me, and I didn't see anything being done to address it or help and i said you know we need to give a voice because you've taken my stages so now i can't put a production on to speak to it so how about i take it to the tv how about i take it to film where you can't take that stage because you're still allowing the film industry to survive and so if my students and i and my actors all have an agreement where okay your health is good temperatures are good my temperature is good okay let's go we're filming and we're going to create this and we're going to create a show for people to see and feel that that they're heard at the end of the day heard so have they learned not to mess with you <laughs> i'm just saying oh shoot. well because you know we talked i mean and i mentioned off air with the last time i seen you you were not in a good place you were pretty angry mm-hmm. because of what was going on yeah because you understood the logic behind it yeah and nobody else did all they wanted to do was shut you down yeah because yeah. they thought that was the answer which you know as well as i yeah, do yeah it's, it's, it's a very helpless feeling yeah because where who do you turn to i mean literally i was in the middle of a production costumes had been bought and paid for thousands of dollars sets were being designed and made choreography was finished direction was finished and it just went poof, 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 i know we were going to do a KUSI segment to help you defer some of the costs for that i know and i couldn't even do a KUSI segment with you i know in fact, my tax guy says, Dave, you just driven an awful lot of miles in 2020. I go, duh, because I haven't been able to do any any car shows or events or, or schools. I know. I got South O Elementary coming uh, in a couple of weeks, and they are so excited they can't Aww. even see straight because now we're just starting. All of a sudden, I don't know what changed, but the light must have came on, and now all of a sudden everything is getting back to normal. Yeah, I know. It wasn't. <laughs> It was just the same. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe I've been vacationing on another planet. Cause probably. It, well, oh, I mean, all your vacations are free, so probably. Yeah. Let me know how that's going. Yeah, I, I will definitely write that down for you. <laughs> so how how, uh, how many kids were in this production? Two. Oh, just two? Yep, just two. Wow, how did you choose those two? Mm, very selective process. I bet it was not easy. It was mm, 
Because I have a feeling there was more kids who would like to have been in it than what you could have put in it. Yes, but the story spoke to two. So, But the story is between these two kids? These two sisters. Two, oh, sisters. Even family, no it's less. It's family. It's family because, because of my experience in teaching dance. You see a lot of sisters come through dance programs together. Uh, and so both of them had their, their, um, their dance world ripped away. Yeah. And, and they probably were passionate about dance. Very much. Very much. And the impact hits the, hits the big sister first, and then it hits the little sister. Yeah. Well, so you the little, see the chain happen. Well, and the little sister looks up to the big sister, and if the big sister falters, then the little sister doesn't have any Correct. place to look. Correct. And I hadn't even seen the movie. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's just, it's. I, I have a sneaky feeling. My only fear is the politics of it all, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because you're really ripping away a Band-Aid mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and showing the scar. Yeah. Of what? Well, there's a scar to be seen and recognized. Yeah. And you hopefully know? they'll see it. Because, you know, again, I know you didn't push politics into it. I didn't. It. There's no politics in it. It's just speaking to. It's talking to a couple of kids. It's, it's, well, they're not even talking. The whole, the whole film is scripted to music. So you can't hear a word. Everything. It's, the, it's choreographed to music. So you uh, see the storyline fall in syncopation with the music. No. Yeah. It's been, it was quite a project. Did you learn to, to do that? I don't know. <laughs> I taught myself. I taught myself. I heard a piece of music. I was inspired and sat back and reflected on that piece of music. And I just saw pieces of the film happen at different moments with the no. music and just put it together. Isn't that crazy? Can and you... I choreographed a dance to the piece of music first. And so you see her moving and dancing in a very confined space because we were forced to dance in confined spaces. So you'll see that. And then it'll cut away to the storyline unfolding at the same no time. No kidding. To the beat of the music. And now, all, that was a whole journey. It was The music was a big headache. That was a headache. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's face it. If anybody's ever tried to do what you're doing, except the people that do what you just did usually go through four years of college. Correct. To learn how to do this. Correct. <laughs> Correct. I didn't go to school. I had to, I, lots of reading. Lots of reading. But I was dedicated to doing it right and being having it come out as a beautiful professional piece of work but it also helped you because you were going through the same thing the mm-hmm. girls were going through correct but they didn't really have an outlet no because they were in a box yes and they were told sit in your box don't yep. do anything until move, we tell you move your bed that'll be sufficient yeah. so you can you know practice your turns and never mind about the desk that just broke your foot when you did that exactly but yeah. now you on the other hand you became passionate about this project Mm -hmm. very much and that's probably what kept your sanity it did very much it was very was very soul quenching for me yeah yes i bet and it was really neat to see it take on more of a life form because it initially started as a dance solo did it really (laughs) it started as a dance solo and i started it back in october and i had this one dancer that i kept working with and her emotionality was always everything that i was looking for all i did was tell her what i wanted and she delivered and so the emotionality i didn't really have to work very hard to pull out of her because all i had to do is give her direction and she was 1000% there wow. never was she not bringing herself to the table she brought a little bit more of herself to right. the table wow which was really fun to watch she gave herself she to gave you, basically. everything she completely opened up and gave all of her vulnerable but she was very vulnerable with me gave everything that she had and that's why it's so good such a beautiful piece of work wow. and so when i saw her performing performing this dance piece i just kept sitting back and it's not good enough it's not good enough it's not our artistic it's good but it's not it's good, not enough. good enough our artistic our dance crowds we get it 
But, but, you, but you had to work for the it, general public. But I wanted our general public to feel heard, too, and be able to connect. Is that where the sister came in? And that's where the sister came in, and then a script was developed over Christmas. Yeah, okay. And then I brought in the sister, and we started filming at, like, 5 o'clock she? in the morning. She's phenomenal. She's on her way off to Oregon for a special program because she's, like, top-tier ballet uh, ballerina, prima ballerina. No kidding. Yeah, she's amazing. She, both Goosebumps. of them are amazing. They're on their way. Yeah, they can get on their toes. Oh, yes. You'll, you'll see them do all kinds of stuff on toe shoes. I, <laughs> I should have brought some for yeah, you. Put them on. No, no, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, it just looks like it's too, too difficult. So now that you've tasted the, the fruits of your endeavor, what's next? I'm working on another project right now. Funny thing. I know. Shocker, which is what I was doing actually this morning. No. <laughs> I'm, working on, I'm working on the next one. Well, it's a seven-day-a-week thing. Yeah. But you love it, right? I love it. I love it. It's the way I ha- it's how I breathe. Yeah, you wake up in the morning and you're and, and you probably don't sleep as much as you used to because no. your your wheels are turning Always. a thousand miles a second. Always. And everything it's really interesting being in this new world of filmmaking. It's like nothing gets thrown away. It's like I could use that. Oh, I should do that. And so like when I was actually driving to my location this morning to do some filming, I actually backed up to pull my camera out to stick it out my window to pull back up to catch that footage because I'm like, that's a beautiful shot. That's a beautiful shot. I need that. So you're actually shooting the the film as well? Yeah. (laughs) And how much (laughs) shooting experience do you have? None. (laughs) None. It's been it's been a really fun journey, um, yeah. and it's been very um, eye opening for me. Yeah, well, yeah, because you never, not in a million years, would you have thought about doing this? No, no. And taking on as much as you're taking on, because you know most people that are doing what you're trying to do is they reach out to other people. Yeah. Can you shoot this for me? Can you do this for me? Can you do that for me? Can you do this for me? Mm-hmm. You lose the creativity when you do that because you give away a lot of what your project is about. Yeah. But for you to be able, and I had no idea, this just blows me away, that you are, you just have just basically said, that's okay, I'll take care of it. That's always kind of been my mindset. My whole life I've always kind of thought yeah. like that. Yeah. Which is why I've gone and done the things that I've done. Yeah. Um, because if you believe in yourself and you think that you can do something, why not just Go and try. And if you stumble, you stumble. Yeah. And you learn. And you make it better the next time. Every time. Every time. And people just, God, that's just amazing. All right. Well, we unfortunately have to take another break. So don't go anywhere. I will. You're listening to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl and Casey on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. folks welcome back to yak radio right here on fm 96.1 am 1170 the answer the segment is brought to you by the good folks at weather machine boy i tell you weather machine is a family-owned and operated company and they do all your air conditioning and hvac they've been doing it for more years than i care to admit three generations uh they've been a plus rated since 2004 and what's really neat about these folks you know, if you have an older home and you have an AC or a heater and all of a sudden some of the sheet metal has been damaged or you need to go replace it, you know you're not going to find that piece of sheet metal anymore because it's just not made. Because everything is, you know, you know, upgraded and you just can't find the old stuff. Well, Weather Machine can make anything and everything you need. They have their own sheet metal shop in-house. 
Nobody, nobody does that. Give them a call, 619-443-9974, or go to weathermachine.net. Tell them you heard it here on the radio. They might even slip you a discount. All right, we're talking to Casey. Is it? Biani. Biani. That's kind of what I thought. it's very Italian. Uh, And she's a producer now. Uh, She's got the beret on here today in the studio, (laughs) and she has the long cigarette holder with the cigarette out on the end. But yes. it's a candy cigarette, so because she, she Eiffel Tower smoke. behind me. Yeah. Oh, Eiffel Tower yeah. behind. You're absolutely <laughs> right. And she is the hardest working young lady I think I've ever met. And her passion are her students. I've never seen anybody more passionate about helping and educating kids in the in the art of dance. But I know you're doing music too and yep. singing. Yep. Do you sing? Yes. You do. <laughs> I do. Did you sing on the movie? No. No, yeah. I'm by, again. I'm behind know, the lens. Well, you couldn't help to hum. Did you at least hum and no. through it? No, <laughs> that would have been a distraction. I know. You guys have been like, "What's that sound?" So let's let, let's expand a little bit more on the future. I mean, can you talk anything at all about the next project you're working on? Is it another movie? Is it? Are you? I know you're still waiting to get on a stage because mm-hmm. that's still up in the air. Mm-hmm. I think even in, what did I hear? They're not opening up New York until. September right at like 30 percent capacity I don't know how they're gonna afford their actors at that so well I don't know how they're either because yeah. that's that's where the that's where the money is at yep. it's, it's in attendance correct you know so, interesting yeah it's totally interesting how about the rest of the staff that needs to run that theater well yeah how are they gonna afford to pay those guys yeah uh-huh. and then you got the rent of the theater yep I mean so there's so many other things so kind of what's coming up? I mean, what do you what do you, can you talk about what you're working on or is it a little bit of hush hush? Well, um, I'm not really talking about it okay. yet. Right. Um, just the just the families that are involved, but it, I can share this. It's a documentary this time. Ah. And it will be a feature documentary, which longer means than 8 minutes. It will be longer than I I'm going to anticipate probably about an hour and a half. Oh. Okay. So, do you have any outlets already lined up? Or have you got people coming to you yet? As in, what do you mean, coming well, to me? Well, we'd like to, you know, whatever you get done with your project, we'd like to air it. Have you got to that level yet? Um, no, I have not. Not yet. Okay, but it's not coming. Yet. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Piece well, at I, a time. I think if this project you're working on right now that's in all of the, you know, all of the different, uh, what do you call those people, uh, that, that look at your movie and, and give you awards. The film festival. Film festival. Yeah. That's the word I was mm-hmm. looking for. Mm-hmm. And if it, if, if it hits home like we both hope it will and, yeah. and probably know it will, mm-hmm. then the limelight is on you. Well, I, I would hope for it to hit somewhere. I would love for it to grab an international stage somewhere because of its message. Uh-huh. It, I just, I wanted to reach our world because our world was just so hit hard with yeah. COVID and our performing arts world. I mean, the theaters are just really perceived as expendable and something fun and people work their entire lives to be able to be on it. And then it was just taken away and they lost their business. They can't even work at a restaurant to pay their bills. So now they've moved in with mom and dad in Idaho. I mean, just recently my daughter dances and I went to her dance competition a few weeks ago and we had celebrity judges there. And one of them uh, had done the choreography to Gene Kelly's American in Paris Broadway show. Whoa. And he was one of our judges. And I got to talking with him. Really nice gentleman. And I said, what are you doing over here? He goes, 
<laughs> what do you mean? What am I doing over here? I have nothing to do. Yeah. New York is shut down yeah. and LA is shut down. So yeah. here I am. I said, well, thanks for being here for the kids. Yeah. We're, we're happy to have you. What an honor that you're here. He goes, yeah. I said, and I mean, I hope that those stages start opening up so you can get back to work. He sent me a beautiful picture. He did a reenacted picture of Gene Kelly and Leslie, I forget her not, last uh, name. Leslie but, uh, Corona. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, from American in Paris, a yeah. beautiful uh, shot. I'll have to show it to really? you. Uh, he did a reenacting shot because he choreographed the uh, the show, wow. and he was there judging the kids for for the competition because he has nothing else to do. Wow. Was he impressed with the kids? He was such an encouragement to the kids. Yeah. He was so sweet with the judge. They're getting judged. They're getting picked apart. But his like he was like, "You shine so bright, and you were so cute." And way to give that attitude. He didn't be like, "Point your toes," and you oh. fell out of that turn oh, because oh. it can be pretty brutal for the competitions. Oh, yeah. Um, but his his um, review of the kids was very kind and very sweet. Well, and those are the kinds of reviews that that you give a kid that's everlasting. Correct. I you don't a, want to chase them away from dance. No. You want to hook them on dance. These kids were eight years old. I, I, geez, I had a kid in here two weeks ago or last two weeks ago. He's 19 years old. And he's probably going to be one of the best sportscasters on the planet. Nice. He just sat down. And he was just coming to nose around and see what was going on. Put the headphones on, son. So we start talking sports. Well, I'm not that big into you know sticking ball. We had this kid lit up like a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. And he keeps telling his aunt, he goes, that was the most amazing experience I have ever had. Yeah. So and that's probably where that gentleman was feeling the same way. Yeah. Sure, I could have been negative, but really I didn't do anything negative. He was that good. And he you know, he just needs to get the exposure, get out there. Uh, absolutely. You the know. experience. It, exactly. Yeah. And get in front of people. Correct. So... When you say, you know, hopefully that this all this insanity is going to start opening up the stages, what about the schools? Are the schools going to start bringing back dance? And, and... I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know. Because, you know, think... once you lose it, they usually don't bring it back. I think... I think um, I have a lot of friends that are work at various schools mm-hmm. through San Diego, and a lot of them are performing arts teachers. And my, last I know that they're they're sustaining. They're okay. just having to figure out how to do virtual yeah, dance and virtual choir, um, as well as doing juggling in person at the same time. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of been the undertaking for them. So yeah. it's been hard, but it's they've been surviving by the skin of their teeth. Well, they're passionate people. people they are, that do and they you, love it. Yeah, yes. people that do what you do don't do it for the money. Correct. And see, that's the biggest problem with our teachers. You know, every and, and all of the, the unions and the supervisors know that you'll work for free if you could if you could afford it. If we could afford it, but we live in California, yeah, so we do and you need give, to get paid. <laughs> and you give twenty percent of your salary back to the school, whether it be materials or True. or what have you. Mm-hmm. And people don't understand that. I think some of the some of the superintendents and the and the unions take that for takes that you know they do that intentionally because they know hey we could we could do whatever we want because they'll they're so passionate they'll do it for free mm-hmm. and it just irritates me to no end I've had my toe to toe with a few supervisor superintendents oh yeah oh yeah I have no problem with that I am not surprised yeah well <laughs> if I believe in something and and especially when the kids are involved yeah because the kids are our future. They are. And if they're not given a bright light at the end of the tunnel, where do you think this country's going to be? Absolutely. And look at where we are right now. And so that was something that when I was building the film that's out in the film festivals right now, 
my other, my new actress that I brought in, my younger dancer, they come in to play the younger sister. Mm -hmm. When we were filming out in San Diego, she would say repeatedly, this is a dream come true. This is a dream come true because she was out and living and dancing and performing and doing what she was built to do. So she was thriving and glowing. It was neat to see her just glow. Glow. What's the name of the Breathe. What's the name of the the the, the piece? Um, does it have a name yet? Well, it has to. It's out there. What? Oh, the film Surviving yeah. COVID nineteen. Oh, that's right, Surviving COVID nineteen. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You probably scared a few people away with Surviving COVID nineteen. Well, but I mean, but you're but in, it's you're the truth. A, you're kind of an in the face type of a girl. Well, I speak the truth. You're an Italian. That's why. <laughs> I'm not Italian. You're not? My husband's Italian. Oh. I married Italian. Well, it might have rubbed off. I'm actually off a, French. You think it rubbed? Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just as tough Aww. no matter uh, Well, you know, I, I cannot wait, you know, when this is going to be able to be seen by the general public. Me too. I'm excited. I'm excited. It's a journey. It's a, are you it's excited a new journey. or are you a little nervous? Both. I'm, th- I'm scared to death. Um, I'm scared to death when the general public sees it, yeah. but, um, I'm excited at the same time. I did have my private screening a week ago. And you didn't invite me? I did invite you. You were out of town on your free vacation. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. You did. I did. I, cause, and it was a very nice one too. But I can have another one and share it with yeah. you. You can speak to it a little well, bit more. Well, we absolutely. And I think, you know, and now you, you haven't shown it on KUSI, right? No, they just have shown the trailer. Uh, and I've been told that the trailer doesn't do the film any justice. Yeah, it's normally really they don't. good. Normally they don't. Yeah. And yeah. eight minutes, that might be a little long for KUSI, but you never know. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But um, got a lot of support behind it. I had a very wa- uh, warm welcoming of it. Um, lots of tears and people, my audience said, you need to have Kleenex available to Anything, your audience. Any, any, any haters? I have not gotten any negative feedback That's yet. Awesome. Yet. Yeah. Oh, you would have by now. Trust me. Well, with, I keep looking for it. With the way society Isn't that is, funny. I keep the, looking for I, it, and well, I'm telling you to find the silver lining. I'm like, so what's the negative? Yeah, like, I need to hear the yeah. bad stuff. Well, but why do I need to hear the bad uh, stuff? Right? Yeah, I know. It's hard to whip yourself on your back by yourself. You know, but it is. But we, we we have that ability. Mm-hmm. Like, I never listen to any of my shows after I air them. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not airing. You know, I don't listen to myself either. I can't no, stand it. No, no, no. I'm too brutal. <laughs> <laughs> when I've been on the news, I actually fast forward me. I'm like, I'm talking again. Just I don't put the kids watch on. <laughs> I don't even watch them. I, I go, people, you know, I've got a whole, you, I got a whole YouTube on all everything I've done on mm. KUSI. I don't look at I that. I really hate listening to myself, too. I Aww, do, too. See, this is why we get along just fine. I, I know. And I think, <laughs> but I'm passionate about what I do. I mean, yes. how many other people do you know does five hours of radio every Sunday? You are so and never lucky. miss. This is such a cool job. I know. I absolutely <laughs> love it to death. Like, do you need like help around here? Let me know. <laughs> hey, I've got. Oh, I've got some projects. Because I need to be more busy, Dave. <laughs> you're more than welcome to come in. I mean, I do off road. I do this that show. So cool. I do general automotive. I do motorsports, and then I do gun ownership. That's so awesome. And and it's all about education, education, educate. You notice I don't have anybody calling in asking me stupid questions. Yeah, mm-hmm. I pay for this airtime. I'm not going to have you call in and ask me a dumb question. <laughs> but I'm going to sit there and I'm going to give you the best information I possibly can. Mm-hmm. And especially about a project like yours. <clears throat> I was so excited that I was able to snag you for an hour to let the general public know Thanks. that there are some positive people out there that have taken this absolutely horrendous experience and put a little bit of a bright light around the outer edges of it. Because yeah. nobody's doing that. No. Nobody really. is doing that. No. 
no, it's the least I could do. That's the least. But I, I got a done. sneaky feeling what you're going to end up doing is that this is just the tip of the iceberg. Because your brain is going to continually turn. And once COVID is gone, other projects, other topics, other things that you want to fight for will come up. And, and these experiences you had are the tools for you to get the word out. That's true. That is so true. You don't see it now. You don't see it now because you're kind of consumed by what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I can see out into the future and I could just see you just steamrolling slowly but surely because right now you're 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 walking this is like baby yeah, baby walking it is totally yeah and then once you get this one under your belt and whether you get awards or not really won't have anything to do with it it's mm-hmm. it's about the message correct then the next one's going to be bigger and then bigger and then bigger and then you get that uh, i'm so excited for you <laughs> I really am. I know it is. Be- it's it's a new journey, and I'm so happy that you're here along with me. I feel like we're holding hands together yeah. and going through this together, and, and I'm so thankful for your support, Dave. It's meant so much. Well, and, and, and I appreciate that, but I, you know, it's funny. Somebody asked me the other day, well, what could I do for you? I go, when you get my age, you turn around and you give back to the younger generations. Yeah. You know, if you have a radio show, bring people in and let them talk. If you, whatever it is that you do, yeah. you got to give back mm-hmm. to the, to the younger generation Absolutely. because they need the guidance. I mean, if they I don't know where to start, no, no. And, and I hate to say it, but, but the school counselors aren't, aren't the answer. I wanted to be an oceanographer and my counselor said I had to learn Latin. <laughs> Latin. I don't even know English. What makes you think I could do Latin? Oh, shoot. So I run into a oceanographer at KUSI <laughs> like 40 years later. Latin? You don't need to learn Latin. Oh, my goodness. I go, what do you mean you don't need to learn Latin? Well, no. they told me I needed to they learn Latin. They told me I to learn Latin. So. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. we got one more segment right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer was with Casey Viotti, and she is a world-class producer. <laughs> well... <laughs> We think she is. <laughs> I mean, you're in the you're in the realm, right? I'm working on it. You're working on it, and she's got her uh, film in all kinds of uh, film festivals all around the world. Um, they haven't aired any of them yet, or they haven't no, had the contest. No, yet. like notification dates are back into August and September uh, to okay. notify you whether or not they're going to program you. So I'm uh, literally like you know, just waiting. Spinning your thumbs. Just yeah. waiting. So I'm just working on my new project right now if I'm going to have to sit on my hands with this one. <laughs> yeah. And so you have, a, you have a website. I mean, it's odd, folks, but she's not looking for you to send her any money. Nope. But what she wants you to do is once these programs air... Share the word if you feel there's a value. Maybe you know somebody that could use this help. Because it's almost a self-help program, really, mm-hmm. when you come right down to mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. you know. And it's it's a self-help program, not from a psychologist, but a person that's walking the walk and talking the talk. Yeah. Because you've got, they're not all your kids, but you've got kids. Mm-hmm. You've got a massive family of students yeah. that you've been with since they were little kids. Yep. Right? Yes. Yeah, a lot of them. So what's your website? My website for the film is www.survivingcovid19theshortfilm.weebly.com. That's a big one. What's the Weebly? (laughs) The Weebly, it's a free website. See, I had to be very strategic about 
money decisions when it came to putting uh, the project together. So anywhere that it didn't cost me a dime, I made sure to take that avenue. So I didn't have to pay for it to be .com if uh, I put in .weebly.com because it's through the Weebly program. Uh, yeah. and, and by the way, this is a, a school teacher that has no money. Okay, <laughs> just thought I'd throw <laughs> As most I'm not teachers, Steven Spielberg. I didn't uh, come with like Universal in my back pocket with billions of dollars but to just buy a website. On it. Working on it. Yeah, we'll make them nervous. <laughs> we'll make them nervous. But and 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 that is so so important that the main thing is we just want to get the word out. If you you know and and we're we're basically saying once you see the film, once it airs, and I'm going to have her back again you know, more than once just so we can keep everybody up to date on it. And then when it does air, mm-hmm. we're going to let you judge. Mm-hmm. If you feel it's shareable, then that's all we ask is that you share it mm-hmm. and possibly help a child because mm-hmm. that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. If you don't realize what's going on with these kids, just look around your house because mm-hmm. your kids are totally different today than they were a year ago. Yep. Aren't you? Don't you agree? Absolutely. I mean, you can't, you you can't, you got to wear a mask. You can't go outside. You can't socialize. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just insane what, what this country has done. 1958, we had an epidemic and it was a flu. And you know what the government told us to do? Go to school. Yeah. yeah. He says, if you're sick, stay (laughs) home. If you're sick, stay home. And a lot of people passed on because of it. They took five years, five years to, to come up with a vaccine. And everything was fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Is that the flu shot we have now? Yeah. It is. I but still don't get that. I don't either. No, no. No, I don't. No, no, no. <laughs> do I look like a pin cushion to you? Do I look I like a, Do I look like a guinea pig to no, you? No. no, no, no. <laughs> but that's, that's per- and see, and that's the other thing. That should be a personal choice. You shouldn't be reprimanded for not following what somebody else is telling you to do with your body mm. in any form whether of any form. I don't care what it is. No, I'm not going to do it. But the, the the fact of the matter is that we've got so many kids out there that are into dance and singing uh, that have been abandoned. Yeah. Really. Yeah. The stick and ball sports, not so much. It seems like, you know, they were st- – because it's outdoors, you know, and they were able to somewhat – no. Well, you're giving me that look. I'm giving you a look. I there's different. There's a different set of rules with sports. Well, that's and what with I'm saying. Performing arts, yeah. Yeah, totally different. Like you guys are not essential. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, you are because when kids dance and sing, okay, you've all sang in the shower. Look how good it feels when you sing in the shower, whether you're any good or not, right? Yeah. But when you're good, you know you str- you, you 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 strive on that. You you watch American Idol sometime. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's you start somewhere and you build on it in at anticipation to get better to actually go do something with it. Yeah. And then yeah. you have people that help you get better. Correct. And critique you and give you tips and mm-hmm. cut your hair mm-hmm. and, you know, put some teeth in your head or whatever the case may be, <laughs> if you know what I mean. But <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. But that was all gone and it, and it's it's so funny too because it's just because you know there's tons of passion for song and dance. Heartbreaking. It was so heartbreaking. I, I, I spoke to one of my students this morning and just reflecting on what she went through last year, she still broke down and, and cried. Sure. And spoke to the, her truth, which was depression, yeah. which she you would not know because she's got probably one of the biggest smiles I've ever seen. Yeah. 
not. See, and, and and you didn't bring anybody in here with you today because everybody is still so vulnerable. You know, this could be, you know, we don't have enough Kleenex. I mean, this could have been a really bad experience. It's a very raw topic. Right. But it's I think later topic. on down the road, you're more than welcome to bring bring maybe the two stars in, the they sisters. They would love to do that. I, in fact, I asked uh, one of them, I said, are you available this Sunday? She goes, well, I'm in Vegas because I have to dance. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Busy. Yeah. But, um, but we yes, can plan we something We need to bring them in. We need plan, to bring them in. plan something Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Yeah. You need to speak with both of them. I, I totally agree. I mm-hmm. totally agree. Because, you know, you, you, you we, can, we can talk about it all day long. Oh, yeah. But when you get their perspective and their Which, their which is what it was about. Yes, it was. It, it, it was about It spoke them. to their truth. Exactly. And yep. that's, that's the importance right yes. there. Speaking Absolutely. to their truth. Yep. Uh, and I think that this this is probably, and I haven't seen it, but I, I know you well enough that this all came from the heart mm-hmm. and it all came in a positive fashion mm-hmm. and probably should be shown all through the school districts, uh, whether, you know, whether kids that are going to see it are in dance or not, because I don't think that is as important as the message. Yeah. The message hits home on a very wide basis, which right. is why it took so long to develop because I wanted to make sure that it touched home with yeah. almost everybody. And because there's no speaking. No speaking. It's not, all music. You're not preaching. No. Isn't that ironic? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's actually a venture I'm actually looking at, Dave, is to be able to start punching into the educational systems around San Diego, yeah. um, maybe get it into universities or um, our high schools as part of, like, uh, I don't know, a mental health. Um, when they do the mental health week yeah. for school, they yeah. show this film we, and just use it as, rec- okay, we recognize that you guys went through trauma last year, so let's speak to that. Yeah. Um, and that can be intertwined yeah. into that, maybe that education. So that's something I'm definitely looking at. I just have to study up on how to even start doing that. Yeah. See, I'm having to teach myself everything. Well, we can brainstorm. We, you know you know me. I, I, we bounce stuff off each other. Absolutely. But, you know, I, you know, I'm sitting here thinking about it, and everybody out there has a song that they hear. Mm. That either gives them goosebumps or makes them cry. Absolutely, and it doesn't yes. even. And, and most of time, you can't understand the words anyway. But it's the <laughs> lyric. It's I mean, my it's the musicality. My, my right. song is Leonard Skinner's "Freebird." Really, nothing sets me off more than that song. That song just, I mean, I, it's just it just takes me away, mm. you know. And I I love it. I hate to. This is going to sound crazy, but. If you did watch uh, American Idol, Adam Lambert, mm-hmm. he did Ring of Fire, the original version of it. Was he amazing? <sighs> to this day. He killed it. I, I have it on my phone. And I don't have music on my phone because it's a phone. So but do you do new age music at all, Dave? I do everything. Okay, I, so I, lo- I want to introduce you to someone. Who? I want you to learn about my composer. So her name is Michelle McLaughlin. Can we bring and, her in? Uh, she lives in Utah. So we'd have she can to call in. She can call in. She'd love to talk. She's all about promoting this film as well because she was very kind in licensing her music to me. This woman has 20 albums. She's been featured in Rolling Stone magazine. She's been a number four, number five, and number seven on the New Age Billboard charts. She's had 1.5 billion spins on Pandora. She is quite successful. She's wow. award winning. She's best selling. 
I was very fortunate to have a good friend in my life that I grew up with that is a pianist and composer herself. And so I was in search for the perfect music for this film. And I talked with her and I was listening to her music. And she was like, you know, if I don't have what you like, I have a handful of people in my life that also have work. And so she gave me their names. And I had to, I had to it took me like a month. I yeah. went through all their music and listened to all this music. And, all and then sudden, I came across this one piece. I'm like, I need to have this piece. And she goes, I'll put you in touch. She texted her. She goes, she's on vacation. She's excited to hear from you. Contact her now. I was like, what? And I texted her and she was on vacation. She goes, I'm so happy to hear from you. I would love to work with you and give you my music. I was like, what? So that's how it worked out with Michelle. And to this day, she's been very, very, very supportive. Well, send me. I mean, I'd love to hear it. She's amazing. Okay. So I'll send you her. Yeah. yeah. Send me a link or something Mm -hmm. so I I can look her up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's amazing. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Well, She's... by the way, it has been so long that we've seen each other. It's been over a year. It has. Yeah. My gosh, where'd the time go? Well, it's we've been in. <laughs> we've well, been, some of us have been in closets. We've been locked up. <laughs> yeah, some of us have been, but not all of us. <laughs> well, I tell you what, give out your uh, little website one more time. www.survivingcovid19theshortfilm.weebly.com. All right. Fantastic seeing you, and I'm definitely I'll be seeing you down the road maybe in another couple weeks. Absolutely. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, you ought to know right here on FM 961 AM 1170, the answer. Don't you just know it? This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. KCBQ, San Diego, K241CT, Oceanside. FM 96.1, North County, and AM 1170, San Diego. The answer.